0: You're listening to the ATG Sports Podcast, brought to you by All Things Good Company. Hey, welcome to the ATG Sports Podcast. This is Jeff. This is Tommy. We, uh, we are the ATG Sports Guys. Uh, ATG stands for All Things Good. It's a product of All Things Good company, and we try to bring you positive media, good news, uh, good stories. We keep politics out of sports. Uh, we try not to hate on anyone too bad and just put a positive spin on the stories.
1: Yep, make sure you follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter, at ATG Sports Guys, uh, as well as listen to our previous podcast with uh, Trey Davis, Uh, former Red Claws player. He's in the summer or just finished up in the summer league. Uh, And then Tony Renda, um, minor league baseball player in the Red Sox organization. Uh, That was a great interview with him. So make sure you check those out.
0: And if you're interested in the uh, All Things Good, that kind of idea, make sure you check out All Things Good Company and follow them on Instagram and listen to that podcast, which is with Tom.
1: Instagram and Twitter at All Things Good Co. Check it out.
0: All right, so let's get into the NBA offseason. Uh, a lot of news, a lot of news. One of the biggest pieces of news is LeBron to the Lakers. Uh, yeah. How are you feeling about that one? So I think we Just talked a, about yeah. this.
1: Just a big Lakers fan and uh, not the biggest LeBron fan. Yeah, so. <laughs> Quite the combination. <laughs> so I think we
0: talked about this beforehand, and uh, I voiced my opinion that I really didn't want that to happen. And going you're, into the you're shooting and, for
1: more of Paul George, right? That's yeah, what you want yeah. Paul George. I would
0: have honestly going into it. I was saying I would rather just run it back with about an average team than have to deal with that <laughs> emotional uh, decision to make. Uh, so yeah, I've I've always rooted against LeBron for about ten years. Um, he's a great player. I got to admit that. I'm just I'm not a big fan of the way he plays basketball and. The stuff that he's done on and off the court, uh, but he is a great guy, and it's just been sports hate. It's it, you know, sports hate's fun, just like Red Sox hating the Yankees, yeah. Yankees yeah. hating the Red Sox, all that stuff. So, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, I, at this
1: point, you can't deny what. How good he is! No, as no, as he's a top, you can't top three you can't player be, uh, of all time, probably. So. Can't be like the third member of our podcast who isn't here today. Shout out to Caleb. <laughs> uh, so, he's just a above average hater of LeBron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't go
0: that far. Caleb, Caleb won't. We'll put LeBron in the top 25 all-time players, and that's a legitimate thing that he <laughs> sticks to. So, uh, Yeah, so... Well,
1: it's because he's not from old school. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't, doesn't play
0: old school, even though he really does for the most part. But. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so I guess what it comes down to for me is I liked all these other players that didn't choose the Lakers, and I wanted Paul George, and over the years, you know, I wanted... I wanted all these different players that came through. LaMarcus Aldridge, all these guys that they interviewed. And when it came down to it, they didn't want to be a Laker, and LeBron did. So mm-hmm. uh, it's still weird for me, but I'm coming around to it. And, you know, we got Kobe's endorsement, so yeah. so, so that <laughs> yeah. helps. He, he, Kobe so, gives the endorsement. Yeah, helps. and, you know, as it's starting to get real, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I've stuck through this team, through the terrible, terrible teams with Wesley Johnson and Wayne Ellington being one of the best players on the team and then putting up 16 wins. And I can't go through... Swaggy th- P. Yeah, oh my God. And I can't go through five years of that and then just, like, jump off the ship when they get good. Well, and then that the, would suck. Then to make
1: things even better, you add Lance Stevenson and...
0: Oh J- yeah, so they got Lance Stevenson since LeBron. They got Lance Stevenson, Phil McGee, <laughs> Rondo, and they just added Michael Beasley. Meme team. Yeah, uh, yeah. So between the Ball family, LeBron, and that uh, cast of characters, there, it's gonna be
1: TV show it, material. It's gonna be
0: entertaining on uh, on social media. They can yeah. do the real world Los
1: Angeles of, yeah. <laughs> of the Lakers on that one, but.
0: You know, honestly, I know those those players don't have a lot of respect around the league at this point, but
1: so it could be good for them going forward then, though, because yeah, they to go mean, hard, you know.
0: I've always I've always liked Lance. People people speak out pretty aggressively against Lance Stevenson. No, I like dude, I like he what he does. Used, he was court. a
1: legend in uh, high school in Brooklyn. He at uh, like Rucker Park. He, oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Streetball. He out holds there, yeah. New York uh, all time uh, scoring record in in high school. No way, and I did not know that. He was literally like a legend on the streets or whatever is what I hear, and like his nickname was uh, Born Ready. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
0: wow. Uh, no, I. the first time around in Indiana, I thought he was also snubbed in uh, 2013. He was really good. He was a huge part of that team that pushed the Miami Heat with LeBron to seven games, and then I think they pushed him to six games one of the other years. And then he went and signed with Charlotte, and he was awful and they couldn't get rid of him fast enough and he bounced around the league a couple of different spots and he ended up back in Indiana and he played well again so I'm a little worried that he can only play well in Indiana but yeah. this year he didn't put up the greatest stats I think he averaged about 10 points a game but he's, uh, like he's he a good rebounder he showed, he's a good playmaker he puts
1: stuff in the game that won't show up on the stats sheet, he's like the Mar- just getting similar to Marcus heads, Smart and, right you know, like, it.
0: like not quite to that level but uh Marcus Smart is a career, like, 36% field goal percentage. So if you just look at the stats and you don't watch him play, you don't see the full impact. You don't see Lance Stevenson getting up in a player's face and forcing a jump ball and getting the crowd riled up, you know. Uh, I Johnson spoke out about the players they added, about how they have deep playoff experience like Rondo, Who's been awesome in the playoffs the last he's couple killer years? Killer in the playoffs. Yeah, he's dude. totally different. I don't think he cares about real season anymore like at all. <laughs> Rondo doesn't get a he shit. Had a, he had a 21 assist game in the playoffs last year against yeah. the Warriors, and the year before, if he didn't get hurt, Boston might have been eliminated. Well, that's why. That's round. basically
1: why they sw- swept the Blazers because you had old Rondo, and then Anthony Davis, oh, yeah. and, and then Drew Holiday was just going he was crazy
0: awesome <laughs> last year. Yeah. So, so Rondo, he's got that deep playoff experience, and then Javale, I'll do. He's been. Kind of a clown for his, for his whole career, Shaq in a full superstar. He he was you know he was a, a legitimate contributor on the championship team last year, and he showed good uh, verticality defensively at the rim, contesting shots and blocking shots and finishing.
1: He's de- he's decent when his head's there. <laughs> yeah, he, he
0: puts up. Probably up as many highlights as he does bloopers. It's just yeah. <laughs> people enjoy the bloopers more. And I I am worried about him being, like, maybe the starting center on the team. But right. from what I hear, their strategy is thinking outside the box. And they have him and then two very young centers. They have Vitsa Zubats, who was, a, like, a 19-year-old draft pick out of Croatia two years ago. And he flashed some good things two years ago. Last year he wasn't very good. Uh, and then this year they drafted Mo Wagner, Mo Wagner out of out of Michigan, but yeah. he's not going to be ready. So I think what I've been hearing is they're gonna not gonna start LeBron at center because he's not gonna want to do the, the whole game. But he may play ten minutes a game, minutes down the stretch at center. So we'll see how that works yeah. out. You know, I think he's better with the ball in his hands than we're playing off ball. But he's mentioned that he wants to make that move off the ball more often yeah. than not.
1: And then next year, you guys, you think you guys are gonna be adding Kauai?
0: See this, I get worried about that. I, mean, I don't like,
1: think there's any way he's staying in Toronto.
0: Well, I mean, what if, what if they make the finals with that team? Because that's a legitimate possibility. Like, are you really gonna walk away from a finals team? I guess he could, but I bet he would. <laughs> but there's one thing that happened with Paul George. Was like he came out and he said, you know, I want to go to the Lakers. And then after he resigned with Thunder, he yeah. mentioned how much it meant to him. That the Thunder were willing to give up prospects and invest in him, and that's how much they believed in him. The Lakers were willing to add him, but only if they didn't want to give up. Too much,
1: you know, so I don't know. Like I guess He might be a little
0: bit more of an emotional guy than Kawhi. I don't know. But. I guess
1: it depends on how much he likes Canada, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he can be the star of Canada, you know, there's only yeah. one team. But then again, I heard that the, the taxes up there, like 65% of his check. So there's a lot of uh, negatives of being up that's there. That's
1: damaging right there.
0: <laughs> I, w- I would love to see Kawhi, but I'll just say I have... I'm hesitant about it because of the yeah. whole Paul George situation. Maybe
1: Clay Thompson next year, you know? I would
0: love that. I mean, his dad played for the Lakers. His dad's a radio broadcast for the Lakers still. Oh. But yeah, you so. heard it here first, Clay Thompson, <laughs> Lakers. Yeah, I, I would love to see that. I, I don't know how much longer he can I, just keep I think one getting of them, less opportunity on the Warriors. One right?
1: of them's going to have, I mean. Or Jimmy Butler. One Draymond of probably, I mean, I, as the Warriors are really going to offer Draymond a max contract? like, they, <laughs> What are you going to give Draymond? Like
0: when it comes down to it they have they have KD and Steph who are going to be making about 35% of the cap and then you got 30% of the cap i mean they can they're way over the salary cap because they can re-sign your own players and go yeah. over the cap but you can't really build a team or change your team much doing that you have to re-sign the same guys over and over again so what you see is like what happened with the Cavs eventually those players get old and then you have nothing to do like with screw setting yeah yeah so you have to you have to go down to the bottom of the barrel head, yeah. yeah so if I think it would be smart of them it would be kind of outside the box but if they were to trade package Clay Thompson and Draymond in a Deal for a star such as
1: like a young star Anthony or
0: Davis or Carl Anthony Towns oh. or something like that uh, that be, might be a good move for them because then you're only one player you have to pay the 30 million instead of the two players yeah and know.
1: you get Anthony Davis is a little bit younger than those guys. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Yep. So. Hey, what do you think of the Carl Anthony Towns situation? Because he, a year ago, he was thought of as. Yeah, Jimmy Butler is not a fan. <laughs> yeah. He, he was thought of as maybe the, the best up and coming starting big man in the league. And then he had a poor playoffs. So he only averaged like 10 points a game. And now people are talking about more and more about how his defense isn't that good and how he hasn't been good in the locker room. Jimmy Butler clashed with him. Uh, Thibodeau had some trouble with him last year. Yeah, they said I like, still he think he doesn't have a winning mentality. or yeah, something. Yeah, I but. still think he's. A, I would love to have him on the team, you know. Uh-huh. But I think his stock. Well, what has a he got?
1: Up. Is is this his last year of his rookie contract? Uh, I right. think. I think yeah. at
0: the end of this year, he's eligible for a restricted free agency.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because it <laughs> wasn't like Devin Booker trying to recruit him. He was like, yeah, he was like yeah I heard that, too. Him. that would be if you added if you had Devin Booker. DeAndre Eaton, Carl Anthony Towns, Josh Jackson. Dude, There's a, a couple of teams
0: that have been really bad that are starting to look interesting. Dude,
1: I like the Bulls, dude. The, the Bulls, Bulls dude. a lot of Markkinen, people are hating on that, dude. but uh, Zach Back Levine Bane. and Jabari Parker are going to be fun Jibari to watch. Jabari Parker. Dude, I I like Laurie Markkinen a lot, dude. Seven-footer. And you oh, can, yeah. Remember that video I showed you of him going by someone and oh, yeah. Like, he seven, doesn't look athletic, but he is. Seven-footer, <laughs> dude, just blowing. Apparently... I saw a picture. Uh, he put on like he's put on like 15 pounds of muscle really? this off season. So he was pretty skinny last he, year. He could be uh, have a breakout. He put either. up
0: like put up like 14 points a game. it's pretty it, good. It. Uh, another team that jumps out as me that hasn't been competing that well lately is the Mavs. They yeah they're looking really good. They got Doncic. I hope Doncic, Luka Doncic kills it. Right. Dude. They got him. They got Dirk came back on another cheap deal. He keeps doing that. Making
1: more than. Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, it's true. You
0: it put it that way. And then uh, they signed DeAndre Jordan this year. They got Harrison Barnes, a good contributor. I think Dennis Smith Jr.
1: DeAndre Jordan could be a perfect fit for Doncic's game. Oh yeah, like the Like I feel like that's a perfect fit. But going back to and him, I think he could he could end up being better. He's gonna be a better player than Porzingis. You think so? I think so. He I he has the same type of game, but. From what I've seen, he can put it on the floor better than Porzingis. Yeah, I would agree. with He's that. He's more mobile. Like I would Porzingis agree with is that. more of just a pop guy, but Markkinen's more of a well, he can go by. Well, how
0: tall is Markkinen? He's about six eleven, right? He's, He's seven foot. foot yeah, and yeah. Porzingis seven three. Yeah, right. So it's a little bit of a different. Porzingis is probably better uh, rim protector, right? Yeah, probably. But yeah. I think I see. I see what you're saying. I think Markkinen has better potential offensively because. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Przingis Przingis can shoot but come a c l you never know, <laughs> yeah, that's true, and you never see like Przingis, like, oh wow, that first step he really got by the guy, yeah, you know?
1: he's not blowing by people like Markman was on that, yeah, yeah, no way Przingis is going by anyway, especially after a c l yeah, yeah, i remember
0: I remember being skeptical about him last year when they took him, I think he was like the eighth pick, but uh that turned out really well, yeah the so, whole credit to that the
1: whole all of New York was booing. Phil the right.
0: Oh, 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 forzingus? Yeah, yeah, are yeah, oh, you talking I about marketing. Marketing. Yeah, marketing? Yeah, yeah, forzingus for is getting booed. <laughs> Kevin Knox got booed this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah what the heck? They're, they're New never... York no fans in New York Knicks have no idea. I think they
1: all want Michael Porter Jr., but like yeah, yeah he's a risk. He
0: already just got another back surgery the week yeah. ago. I don't know if you heard of that, but he <laughs> might <laughs> another significant back injury back surgery, so.
1: But yeah, going off uh player ratings, what do you think about the 2K ratings. So Tatum was rated an eighty-seven. What was what was Fultz? Uh, 70, 78, seventy-eight or something. Which I don't know how he even got Kuz, a rating.
0: Kuzma's Kuzma was seventy-eight. Uh, Kept Kuzma was. He was all-rookie first team. He averaged 16 points a game in the regular season, shot like 38% he, yeah, from three. He's got to be at least an 80. Yeah, I mean, come on. He, he tweeted out his displeasure. Yeah. With, <laughs> I think people get... The with players the get too get, into you know? it. I think he was like in 79 or in 80. I didn't see his, but that's where he was this previous year. I was surprised to see him that high, but I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if he lived up to that, honestly. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. I feel like this next year he's
1: just going to explode, dude. Yeah. Like... Seeing what he did in the playoffs, it was just like, this guy's going to be next level. Like,
0: Absolutely. I wouldn't be surprised to see Kuzma end up as like an 83, 84 this year. But, uh, you know, Fultz, Fultz is what I really don't get, is why, what has he done to live up to expectations at all? He literally forgot how to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> And his his biggest attribute My of why left. people were drafting him over ball yeah. was the shooting. They're yeah. like, oh, this guy's a pure shooter. He's smooth. <laughs> the guy on Washington, they were like, what was their record? Like, 8 and 20? They were terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, why is he going to be able to impact the league in a yeah. significant way right off the gate? And then he comes in. He does nothing. And then he forgets how to shoot. He gets a shoulder injury. Came back. I think he had one triple-double. And everybody's like, oh, big deal. But, like, come on. Like. Well, he like, didn't even make the playoff rotation. Like, it's we were like remember
1: about. when uh, Michael Carter Williams came yeah. to the league, had a triple double his first game, or he, oh yeah, what, he, had, he like, dropped nine like steals. 50 points. Yeah, <laughs> I thought he was going to be good, and then I don't know what the hell happened. To him. Yeah,
0: he was really inefficient. Uh, he was, he was. I think he averaged 17, six and six his first year, which is really good. And he, but he only shot like 41, percent and then once he got traded, the other team. Wasn't and then he invested just didn't play much anymore. defense. Yeah. 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 He was a risk-taker on defense, but, yeah, I thought he was going to be way better than what he's ended up being. He's kinda yeah, because out. he was, like, a
1: tall point guard, so he kind of yeah. fit. But
0: You see any, any of these players that have been drafted in recent years, I think people are going to – the window of potential is starting to shrink, and you're starting to have to take a reality check. Like, we talked about Carl Anthony Towns, who no matter what you think, he's still a great player, but uh, from the same draft class, D'Angelo Russell – he hasn't shown a whole lot no. in the last couple of years. Kind of fell I, off. He, yeah. he got injured um, and he got traded from the Lakers. And I thought he was really going to break out for the Nets this year.
1: And it just he was number happen. two, right? In towns, and was number was two one. Over,
0: overall. Yep. Yeah. And then Okafor was three. And oh my Okafer, god. <laughs> yeah. Okafor, I don't even think he's on a, yeah, like, on a roster. Remember, right everyone now.
1: was debating if he was better than Carl Anthony Towns. Oh yeah,
0: a... yeah. I thought you know I watched him in college and I thought his hands
1: his hands are huge
0: well if he didn't get into like three street fights this rookie year he'd probably be doing a little bit better right now but uh, I mean he was short like he looked like big in college but then what I remember from seeing the workouts and seeing his measurements of the combine it's like this dude's like 6'9 yeah that's not that much taller than a lot of players that play small four. Yeah, right, yeah. you know? So you really got to be able to shoot from outside five feet if you're yeah. not, only 6'9. Mm-hmm. But uh, so another big news in the offseason was Cousins it's not going to the Warriors. Mark's Cousins. Comments <laughs> on that? What do you got?
1: I don't even know what to say anymore. You... <sighs> well, let's but, just. I mean, he's not going to be coming back till like. They say December. Right? Uh, yeah,
0: I think in December, January, Achilles injuries are significant. It's usually about a year, and he got injured in the spring. Or yeah, it was right before the All Star break. So yeah, it'll be a little while for him. And he only signed for the mid level exception. So they called him up and said, "Sign me." Yeah. Well, apparently he didn't. He had a two year, forty million dollar deal the Pelicans offered during the season. He turned it down, and they basically said, "You know, nope, we're only sorry. offering <laughs> this once." Yep. Uh, what surprised me was apparently the Lakers had a chance to sign him for just a little bit more, and they passed. So I think one thing that they've been saying is that they don't want to really run a true center for most of the game. But I was really surprised with that, and I think the risk of injury, they saw Kobe have the Achilles and not come back anything close to what he was. So
1: I'd like to see the, the Pelicans sign somebody else now that – they
0: got Randall, which is, is oh yeah, that's right, that's yeah. uh that's gonna be interesting. Like, I mean, they got good. they'll have him for the whole year instead of like three months that Cousins would have been there. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's not he the could same end up but he's good. He could
1: end up ha- like taking a step up though with them. Yeah, I can you see know. him
0: averaging like eighteen or something on that yeah. team. He ended up I think since January, he averaged twenty and ten. Well, he he was uh he took a big jump, and I was disappointed to see him go. Yeah, but there's big conversations about. Why is this happening? Is this bad for the league? I mean, I think having a team that has four or five all-NBA players is not a good thing when you have five teams with no legitimate players on, on their team. And just you walk in and you, it's almost unwatchable to watch like what Sacramento's been putting out there, what the Lakers were putting out dude, there a couple of years ago. Memphis is-, Memphis is trying to win this year. They're acquiring a couple players that are... little bit older, but yeah, Memphis last year was just disgusting. After they after they cut off Tyreek Evans, and they were just openly basically saying, "We're gonna take the loss, (laughs) not even playing them. Sit your starters; it won't matter. We're not gonna try to beat you. Uh, We'll do anything we can to lose." And then Dallas uh, last year, Mark Cuban came out and said that they were tanking, and he got big fine for it, which I thought was stupid because. Everybody knows that they're tanking just because he said it publicly. It doesn't yeah. change anything.
1: What's well, like when I went to that Hornets game. Um, oh, yeah. You had to I leave at halftime, right? I, I left in the third quarter because it was so garbage. What was it, like 50-point deficit? They ended up losing by 60. Oh,
0: my God. Kemba Walker, <laughs> Kemba Walker had like Kemba 45 Kemba Walker at had
1: almost more points than the other team. <laughs> yeah,
0: and, and they didn't even play him like in the third quarter because the, the yeah, lead was yeah, so huge. Yeah. That was That's bad. Yeah, You can speak to that firsthand. Uh, when
1: you leave a, a game – when you're, you know, beer, you know, it's going good. If you have to leave a game, it is awful. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been to four games or so, and I've never
0: even thought about it. Even I went to Boston one year when they were pretty bad, and they were playing the Kings, who were also pretty bad, and I didn't even think
1: about leaving. It was yeah. still fun to be I mean, there. It was, it was just awful to watch. But
0: I think, I do think one thing that could solve a lot of this super team stuff is keep the salary cap, but... Either raise or completely get rid of maximum player salaries. So, for example, if there was no cap on what LeBron could get paid, a team could offer him 60 million a year <laughs> and use like two thirds of their cap, and then you couldn't really build three stars around him. Or yeah. what? What about the Warriors? You're talking about Curry and Durant could demand 50, 60 million and then Draymond and Clay they would have to make the decision okay do you want to have 12 15 million to stay with the warriors or do you want to go to the Sacramento and make 35 million 40 million you know i think that would kind of make things a little level across the league and yeah. players could actually earn closer to what their potential is cuz mm-hmm. i mean lebron he brings in so much revenue for teams the League, too. wait, yeah, in the league itself, yeah. well beyond the 35 yeah. millions that he made. Well, it's like
1: uh, Brian Windhorst the other day, yeah, who's always up LeBron's butt, yeah, one, yeah. One way he's the another. professional LeBron cover. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he was saying that LeBron's brought in over like a billion in revenue for just for the league. Like, I believe it, which is crazy. Just one player bringing in that much money, I mean,
0: yeah, and I think also if you did that, you'd have a lot fewer contracts like Timothy Mozgov where. Those guys are making 16 million. Because if the stars are making more, then there's less to go around for the the backups and whatnot. So I don't know. I think that would be a no. Good yeah, thing that's for the league.
1: that's a good point. Yeah. Um,
0: so looking at this upcoming year, there's the Eastern and the Western conferences, and the Eastern conference clearly got weaker by getting rid of LeBron. But they've got some good teams at the top. They've got Boston, Philadelphia. They've and got Kawhi. Toronto. Oh, Kawhi Leonard. Yep. You want you want to speak on Kawhi Leonard for a minute?
1: In what regards?
0: Well, like, what do you think of the trade? Do you think oh. the Raptors did a good job?
1: Um, I liked the trade for the Raptors because I think it dumps the DeMar DeRozan contract. Mm, he's making a and lot of money. If you have a chance to get a top five player in the league without giving up, I mean, I think you got to take that. Yep. And even if he doesn't re-sign with them, they're still dumping enough cap where they could sign a max contract player or they could be like alright let's just rebuild now.
0: It seems like they're going all in to give it one last shot cause
1: if it doesn't work out then they're gonna be like alright let's just rebuild it mm-hmm. I
0: think they're in the same situation that teams like Washington and teams like uh, Portland are where they have a lot of money invested in these couple stars and they kind of keep treading water and getting to the second round same type of thing every year yep. um, so they kind of had to make a decision and they were the only ones yep. who were gutsy I feel like that's trigger.
1: a good decision like I feel like the like you said, I feel like the Wizards, have, they should they, they, they gotta make some sort of move. I like, think they would either they they're not gonna either, compete like, yeah. with the top teams. So I mean, what are, what's the point of keeping it around? You should just rebuild, right? Yeah, exactly. Because that's that's what I'd do in two K at least. Yeah, ex- <laughs> exactly,
0: exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think at one point or another, you get it, you gotta give it a few years and give them the shot. But I think that's happened to this point. And at some point, you gotta decide: okay, are we going all in to get a championship? Or are we blowing it up and starting over? Because that's the way that teams have been built in recent history in the NBA, in most sports, honestly. And if you're going to just tread water, you're, you're going to end up in the same spot every well, year. It's so.
1: like a it's a weird thing because I think it comes back to the owner mm-hmm. and if they want to win or they want to make money because the year the Cavs beat the Warriors in the finals, yep. the Cavs actually lost money that Which year. Which is crazy. So, you know, like some of those teams are like 8C or something, and they actually might be making some good money because mm-hmm. they're not like – Ridiculously like over the cab. Oh, yeah. It's but. just
0: like the Donald Sterling Clippers because, uh, you know, he put out a terrible product <laughs> Donald every year. Sterling. <laughs> he put out a terrible product every year, but he made Maybe. money every year. <laughs> every year he's making money. Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones making yep, money. Yep. But uh, yeah, it comes down That's a, a good thing to take and keep in mind because Trailblazers, Portland, uh, you know, DC, you think about the Clippers a couple of years ago when they were treading water. Those teams don't have. A huge history in recent years of success so right now the the owners like you said are probably making a decent amount of money they're being able to sell to their fan base that you know we, we got a shot to go deep in the playoffs if they completely blow it up people probably won't show up to those stadiums and they'll probably operate much mm-hmm. lower margins for a couple of years so it's a thing to take into consideration
1: so going back to the playoffs what do you think uh if you had earlier predictions here, Western Conference Finals, Eastern Conference Finals, and then. I, I take. you going Rockets, Warriors again in the A West. lot of
0: people are lower on the Rockets now because they lost. A Lot of people and they still got to resign Capella. I don't think anybody has Caleb's cap space boy too. Carmelo might be going <laughs> uh, well, that might be a negative. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he'd
1: fit perfect on the Dan Tony system. Oh, yeah, I mean, know? they don't just care sit, about defense, he'll just there, he'll yeah. literally just stand on the three point line and just huck.
0: If they if they're able to bring back Capella, I think they'll be fine, which I think they will because not many teams have any cash base left, but they still haven't signed him and it's not looking good. He may. Hey, Except if you're
1: the Lakers, are you throwing him a well? They don't contract? have any
0: money left, so they well. If they could yeah. trade Lou Aldang, they could they could make something work, but they'd have to give up. Don't they have another record. max or they? No, no. They used it. They used nine million on Rondo and oh, yeah. about the rest of that on Stevenson and those guys. So if they were able to, to move Lou Aldang's contract without taking anything back, they could get eighteen million, and that might be enough, but probably not. Mm-hmm. But I think they're playing a dangerous game, the Rockets, because. Capella may accept the qualifying offer this year and come back for the cheap but then he's unrestricted next year he's disgruntled and he'll probably leave so uh, you know if they bring back like you said if they get Carmelo and they bring back Capella they're right in the mix again pretty much where they were last year Mm -hmm. but uh, I think there's other teams that are right there I mean the Lakers this roster right now a lot of people are skeptical about it I think they'll be a three or four seed but once they get in the playoffs it's a different story and you have LeBron and it's going to be hard to bet against him in the early rounds of the playoffs yeah. and then OKC okay, we laugh about them but you know,
1: yeah, know if what, Russell Westbrook gets his shit together finally
0: yeah I mean Robertson, Andre Roberson as much as people laugh so about he's him he's dating
1: dating that 2K chick now or whatever? Really? Yeah. I didn't hear <laughs> yeah. about that. He's like posted a picture with her or whatever. Well, well, good for him. Sending shots. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but uh, no, people laugh about him because he's so bad on offense. He can't shoot. He can't make free throws. But he's a top five defender in the NBA, and they lost him early in the year. And if people looked at their defensive metrics and their numbers when they had Robertson and when they didn't, it was a totally different ball game. And then... Not having Carmelo on the floor, who knows? He he still can create shots. He brings a lot of positives, but he, he only shot like forty percent from the floor last year and yeah. he doesn't really fit, like that's less time that Paul George and Westbrook get the ball in their hands. So Yeah, I, I think uh I'm still high on them once it gets into the playoffs, you know. I
1: think Western Conference I'm going Rockets, Warriors again. And then out, in, out in the East I'm gonna go Celtics and then depending on if Kawhi is healthy, I'm gonna go Raptors.
0: I I'm thinking Raptors.
1: And 76ers will be in the hunt, but, I mean, they got swept by us last year. Yeah. Um, what do
0: you think of the Bucks this coming year? I mean, they pushed the Celtics at 7. It was the first round, but they didn't I really think, do much to add. They I brought mean, in they, lost, they, didn't,
1: they didn't get better at all. They lost Jabari. Yeah, you know? but
0: Jabari didn't play much last year. They made a couple additions. Um, they brought in Brooke Lopez to play center, who's he's dropped off a lot, but he was still he can knock down threes he can block shots he's good at only 3.4 million and ilyasova they stole him from 76ers who was Mm. a huge three-point shooter last year so what they didn't have last year around um was shooting so Mm -hmm. if they are able to spread the floor more and give him room to drive like kind of the lebron method they might be a little bit better i don't think they're as good as those teams you were talking about
1: side note on uh the bucks actually (laughs) At Plant Fitness the other day, I was talking to their assistant coach. He came no in. No way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, awesome. Josh Longstaff. Okay. Tim, uh, his is he his from son. around here? Yep, yep, from so around the area. And I was talking to him. He was in the development league. I asked him what he's doing now, and he was like, "Oh, I'm actually assistant coach of the Bucks." I was like, "That's awesome." Okay. So cool. So uh, yeah, yeah. Western Conference,
0: I'm pretty. And Eastern Conference, I'm pretty much right there with you.
1: I, I honestly think, I and mean, this is. Kind of a bit out there, but I think the Celtics could beat the Warriors in the finals,
0: just because of the. Get, I gotta see how it looks, just because of a- Hayward and whatnot. But just because yeah, of yeah, the I mean,
1: defensive, I, I feel like our defense is fit perfect for them. And Brad Stevens, dude, coach of the year, I think he's he's gonna get coach of the year. I mean, they got to make to make up for this yeah. past year, right?
0: But I mean, I think the every year going into it, I get more and more skeptical of the Warriors because there's been teams that have been this dominant before, and they eventually. The star power becomes too much. People want their own teams. Chemistry gets bad. People get injured. Like, for example, like, uh, you know, the Celtics won one or two things bounced their way last year they could have won, you know. If, yeah. <laughs> if LeBron sprained his ankle and he had to miss one game or something, you know, if Kevin Love didn't pick up his play, they might win that series. And then if the Rockets, if Chris Paul didn't get hurt, the Rockets could have easily beat the Warriors. Celtics
1: could have beat the Rockets, right, yeah. It's
0: crazy. There's a couple of different things that could have totally changed so Kyrie didn't go down what if what if Durant or Curry gets hurt I mean they're totally they're totally beatable yeah. at that point what if they like we talked about if they trade either Clay or Draymond mm-hmm. that'd be hard for me to believe them actually doing yeah, that just,
1: that'd be a pretty unpopular decision But what
0: if Cousins comes in there and, <laughs> yeah. and uh, ruins the locker room I don't know yeah but, right Jeez. Uh, there's a lot of things that could happen but I, I think the Warriors will probably they'll be the favorite again this year but Every year that it happens, you know that's a lot of playoffs, a lot of games they're playing each year. You know, mm-hmm. the Lakers had that run in the early 2000s. Miami Heat had that run. You know,
1: yeah, at eventually one point, people get at old. And there's going to be hurt. that switch, and like Celtics are that next young. They're already so good, but they're already so they're still so young. Celtics like, are set up moving yeah, forward. Yeah.
0: One thing I was really surprised in the offseason was I thought. 76ers got worse and i thought they had a lot of cap space they could have added paul george he would have been a great fit there yeah that would have been huge in negative for boston well
1: they're still searching for a gm
0: (laughs) that's true that probably hurt him right that probably hurt him i didn't even think of that at this point but
1: i I don't think they got any better at all brett brown uh the main native is acting as the gm right now and the head coach
0: yeah, that was a that was a that was a messed up situation there with Colangelo.
1: Want to get so, into a little baseball? Yeah,
0: let's move on to baseball. So, Tom's a Yankees fan. I'm a Red Sox fan, and these two teams right now are on pace to win about 110, 111 games, That's which crazy. would be a Red Sox win record. And the way the MLB is set up right now is there's two wild cards. So if you don't win your division, you become a wild card. Um, If you're the one of the top two teams that didn't win their division, and then those two teams they square off for one game,
1: so you got you could win 110 games and get knocked off. Yeah, in one game.
0: game. Yep, yep. You you let one pitch, you know, one curveball hangs, and your season's over. You know, that's crazy to think about. (laughs) And I think it's kind of messed up system. Like you can't you can't have that happen. And they could end up playing a team. That wins like eighty-eight games, you know, as as the next yeah, best. Yeah, but wild they just card. have
1: say like they throw their best pitcher out there, and he somehow just deals. Well, l- let's put or it in like this a, situation: what you're if... at Yankee Stadium, and some left-handed batter just cranks one over the right field wall. Yeah. Game.
0: Put it put it in this situation: the Red Sox and Yankees are playing each other a lot down the stretch, and they're probably going to have to throw their aces in those games to try to win the division because of this reason. So if you see one of the last games of the year, you have Chris Sale and Severino face off against each other. That wild card game, they might not be able to pitch either of those guys. Yeah, that's, And then that's maybe the point. other team that they're playing can pitch their race. That's it's, crazy, yeah. It's, I, I don't like that system. You've got to
1: gamble in the last regular season game because you don't want to play that wild card. You don't
0: want to do that. And you have a 162-game season. A long, long season comes down to one game. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Make it yeah. a three-game series, if anything. Sometimes, I would make them all like, seven, honestly.
1: Yeah. But,
0: I don't know. I don't don't like that system, and one of us is going to be real mad at the end of the year. Like we
1: were saying off the podcast, uh, they should consider going to the uh, NBA format, Mm. where it's just, you know, best team faces worst team, and it's just like none of this stupid wild card shit, you know? Yeah,
0: and one thing that they did was, I don't know, about 10 years back, I think it was, they instead of balancing out the schedules, they unbalanced them even more. And now the Red Sox and Yankees and everybody in their own division plays each other 19 times. Is that really that necessary when you have all this technology and planes are so comfortable and you got luxury seating, (laughs) you can fall asleep? It's not like you're riding around the country on an old beat-up bus like people were, you know, back in the 1930s. I mean, you have technology that... Traveling is not that hard these days, and I don't. I don't think you need to just. Oh, they're right next to each other. Let's make sure they play twenty times. Right. Uh, I think you should balance out the schedules a little bit, and then, like you said, let the top teams rank them the way that the wins happen, and. I don't mm-hmm. know. But the, this is the thing about baseball fans, which I'm one of them. People don't like to change things Old school. Up. Yeah. People Caleb, don't like to change Caleb, things I'm up. I'm Caleb's
1: not a big baseball guy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> <The> old school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep it old school.
0: You know, People don't like changing baseball.
1: But. Yeah. but, yeah, another team, too. The Astros, are they're on pace to win over 100 games, too. That's crazy. Um, I think it could honestly end up being the same four teams in the AL. The Indians, Astros, Yankees, Red Sox. It
0: seems like that's the way it is. The, the Mariners have been good, too, but... I, don't, I mean, they're, they're Is good. Ro- Is
1: Robbie Cano out for playoffs, too?
0: <laughs> I don't know how that works. He got suspended this year for PADS. I don't know how long the suspension was. I don't mm-hmm. remember at this point. But, yeah, I think he's out for the playoffs, and that would be a significant loss for them. Mm-hmm. But they've been good without him. But, um, yeah, this like we talked about with the lopsidedness of the NBA, where there's teams at the top that are adding on players and going crazy. There's teams at the bottom. They're terrible. Yep. Baltimore, well, Kansas yeah, City. Machado just terrible. went to the Dodgers. Yeah, Baltimore's terrible. Kansas City, I think they lost, like, 26 out of 27 games. Like, come on. That's, that's, that's terrible. Like, That's, that's
1: got to be, like, the worst month and of the year two years <laughs> ago, they were in the World Series, right? They yeah. won the
0: World Series yeah, one year, right. and they were in the World Series the it's, year before that.
1: It's weird how in baseball it can drop off. It's not like the NBA where, like, your players are guaranteed to, like, be good because they are good the year before. Like, so Warriors, yeah. it's not like the Warriors could just drop off, but, like, Baseball, some guy could just totally forget how to hit. Like. Oh, yeah, yeah, and you see that. Like, Boston's a good example of that. Last year,
0: two years ago, they were hitting home runs like crazy, and I know they lost David Ortiz, but everybody dropped off. And yeah. I think Mookie Betts led their team with 24 home runs, and now they got, like, J.D. Martinez. He wasn't on the team, but he's going crazy. Mookie, yeah, he, Betts, yeah. Mookie Betts is hitting way more home runs and they're on pace, I think, to set their record for home runs after being one of the worst home run-hitting teams in the league. And I'm, I think Mookie only hit 270 last year, and this year he's hitting like 360. Yeah, he had, a, <laughs> like, he had an off year last,
1: last year uh, coming off the MVP Candidates, candidate. Yeah, I think he you know. was
0: second the year before. But,
1: yeah, off year is still pretty good
0: for him, but this year it's night and day, like you said. I can't believe it. What do you think? Have you kept track of what's going on with Chris Davis with, with the Orioles this no, year? No. So a couple years ago, I think it was two years ago, they had to make a decision long-term between him and it was one of their stars. I think it was Markakis. It might have right? been. And they gave him the big money. And now he's got about like four years and like 116 million left on his contract. Which these baseball contracts are huge, first of all. But he's hitting sub 200. I think he's hitting he's like basically 150. They can't even play him. And basically, he's got taking 115
1: million left on his contract. He is a very, very poor man's version of Aaron Judge.
0: Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> he was. He used to be a 40 home run guy, but. I mean, he always struck out over 200 yeah. times a year. So he He's like
1: was like, what's it, Adam Dunn? Is that yeah, it he was is? just like Adam Dunn. Just <laughs> or like, but Travis, now... Travis Hafner is that what? Yeah, Norman
0: yeah. I remember you you saying about people just forget how to hit. He really forgot how to hit home runs, yeah. and if he doesn't swing in for bring the fences, value.
1: not even looking when he swings.
0: <laughs> yeah. So now they're blowing things up, and that's a big part of it.
1: Yeah. And I, yeah, well, yeah. Hopefully, uh, maybe a Sox Yankees, you know, rivalry. In the, the playoffs, maybe an ALCS matchup. That'd that would be awesome. Be so fun
0: to watch. So. We'd probably have to get tickets to that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that would be awesome. But, so, uh, yeah, you want to just do a little NFL? Yeah,
0: NFL, stuff? there's not a whole lot going on. This is kind of the, the dry season of sports right now, pretty much just baseball happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the big thing going on right now is the Steelers is Le'Veon Bell. He's talking about sitting out the year still at this point, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, his agent came out and said it's probably his last year in Pittsburgh. That's crazy. I mean, it's it is kind of crazy to think that they they'll give Antonio Brown eighteen mil a year, mm-hmm. but not a star running back. I mean, running backs besides quarterback is one of the most important positions on, on the game, and you're going to give a wide receiver that much money. Who, you know, like that's totally off the quarterback if he gets the ball. The running back gets the ball all the time. Yeah, it
0: can create total offense for themselves. And and people this year, these days, don't value running backs that often because they feel like the the short lifespan and the class is so deep that there's a lot of players that aren't starters right now that could come in and be serviceable. There's nobody that's not starting right now that could come in and be Le'Veon Bell, Bell. but you might be able to get a 1,000 yard back out of nowhere and like mm-hmm. that happens every year someone pops up that you never heard of yeah. and someone that you think is going to get 1200 yards ends up sucking. Well, I, th- and I think another thing too is the... DeMarco Murray is out of the league now he's yeah. retiring yeah. <laughs> and two years ago he had was... like 13 touchdowns.
1: I think another thing too is the injury uh, mm-hmm. involved because you're investing a lot of money into somebody who could potentially get hurt mm-hmm. like more than probably any player on the field every game mm-hmm. and Le'Veon Bell isn't you know Brick shithouse house running back. He's yeah. So he could be pretty injury prone.
0: And the way they they take hits on every single play. I don't it know just how hurts they do to watch it. Yeah. Them. I don't know how they do it. But you, you bring up a good point. I mean, they, to some point, I understand where the owners are coming from. But at some point, you gotta pay these guys a little bit more, <laughs> especially Le'Veon, those top three, four guys in that class, like Todd Gurley and all those guys at the top, because you got Brandon Cooks just signing an eighty million dollar contract, and he gets what like. Six, yeah. seven targets a game, and Le'Veon Bell gets thirty carries. Yeah. <laughs> That's totally different.
1: Yeah, it doesn't doesn't add up. Yeah, yeah,
0: some reason wide receivers, the wide receivers union is speaking yeah. up, and they're getting their money. And the running backs.
1: Speaking of that, like, what's what's Des Bryant's situation?
0: He's still not on a roster. I don't know what's up with that. I mean, I think I would still think that he would be able to be a red zone threat. Like he's still a big guy, and he can oh, still he his can, hands still work. Right? He right?
1: Still, I think he just didn't get enough. You know, targets or whatever last year. But I think he could still be a, a good wide receiver, and maybe maybe Tyler's Giants might pick him up. I, I would it. love
0: to see that, honestly. I mean, I, I don't like seeing the Giants win because I'm still a little sore about them beating the Patriots. But, <laughs> you know, I, I think that would be a that'd great be a, fit. That would be, a, that'd be a
1: dynamic duo of him and OBJ.
0: Yeah, that, that would be fun to watch. And I just, yeah, like I said, maybe I'm stuck in the past, but I still think he provides a lot of value. And there's a lot of receivers that have gotten – that are big like that because he's a big receiver and as they get older instead of being the 10 targeted game guy they go right into the red zone i mean jimmy Grant technically isn't a receiver but you don't see him getting all the yards and all the targets now and he's still you get him on the three yard line he's still a huge target i think he had eight touchdowns last Mm -hmm. year so i could see des bryant in that role more than anything
1: all right well just in other news keep you updated on everything in the sports world uh if you were living under a rock and didn't hear it, uh, France won the World Cup. Or if you
0: live in the U.S. and watch regular yeah. TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So they uh, they won pretty much a landslide. What was it like, five one? Uh, yeah, I think like it was
0: five two. Um, did you watch that game? I watched. probably uh, half I watched the
1: first half. I was in Boston at the time. <laughs> you
0: see, there was an own goal. and yeah, then there yeah. was a handball in the right in front of the net, and that. Those people, I don't know.
1: Screw Some them. of those countries yeah. going home, they, they might get evicted. Yeah, and watch home. out on the streets, you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so I thought it was really cool to see Croatia get there and get to the yeah, final. Yeah. It was such a small population. Yeah. Clearly, they were especially overmatched yeah. in the final. Yeah, definitely. It's crazy what in the World Cup. It's weird how they set up the brackets with a lot of the stars are in the same area, and you had to see Messi and Ronaldo and Germany all in the same. Bracket and they, I thought one of them would come out of that, but apparently, yeah. apparently none of them did, and a lot of people who seemed to be the best teams didn't quite make it. So I think it's a good thing that there's a lot of parity mm-hmm. and that there's so many good teams around the country. But it's still crazy one to think.
1: Cool thing about also the World Cup is the next time it's coming to North America is it? I don't know if it's in four years or if it's in eight years, but it's going to be divided between Canada. U.S. and Mexico. Yeah, they had a joint bid, right? Yep. North American yep. bids. So that'll be real cool. So, and I heard uh, Boston's one of the locations for games. So, so how be...
0: how's that gonna work? They're gonna be flying people all over the place throughout
1: the. I'm sure, like your pool will probably okay. be like you're in this location. Yep. You know, so like, kind of.
0: Yeah, that would make sense. Yep. That'll be fun to watch. That'll be. We'll have to try to go to some of that. Yeah, event. definitely. I mean, yep. those fans at those events are just ridiculous, and it's cool to see. Yeah. It's.
1: I've always wanted to experience like a soccer game like that. Like, I know because you can't go US, to an M- MLS and get anything close to yeah, that. It's
0: but I mean, what do you what do you think? Why do you think that people in the U.S. for more or less to compare to other countries don't care about World Cup and soccer? Because I feel I like, don't I don't watch a lot of it because I don't you know you don't see it on all the TV yeah. and whatnot. But I got into it at the end of the end I of feel the like World Cup
1: in maybe. the U.S. One is there's just. The other sports are just so dominant it's hard mm. to overtake them I and two i mean the soccer players aren't really getting paid much comparative to other sports so then that's why a lot of great athletes don't pick soccer in the u.s well, yeah picking, in the u.s for sure didn't
0: ronaldo just get like 70 million dollars? yeah contract? but like you know like that's why because they're in a, europe and it's yeah and culture, so yeah.
1: then they're in europe and they're like well i'm gonna stay over here but like if the u.s like had better development and like people were paid more you'd see more good athletes mm. pick soccer over football or you know
0: and that's the only way they've been able to draw any stars or former stars is like when they paid deck david beckham like 50 million a yeah. year just to like ride out the last couple of years of his yeah. career over here yeah. uh, so i mean
1: ibrahimovic yeah exactly right, right. yeah
0: but uh i mean I, I think it's fun sports to watch i always played it growing up and yeah. uh, you know people get tired of one nothing games or whatnot, but there's one nothing games in baseball, yeah, yeah. and people are still watching. That, I like, so.
1: yeah, I love watching soccer. Yeah,
0: so. I still enjoy watching a football game that's you know twenty to seven or something like a low scoring you know? game, you know? <laughs> like defense. Uh, so, you know, it's it makes the goals that much more exciting when they're rare. Yeah. If you're getting seven goals, seven to five each well, game, like, then you're not going to be celebrating. Each well, it's time. like you but, almost
1: say like to people in the U.S. who don't like. <laughs> Soccer, but they like hockey. It's like, well, yeah, it's the same, the same type thing. thing type I mean, moment. you don't
0: get to punch each other in the face. <laughs> That's the major difference between the yeah, two sports. Yeah, instead you
1: tap somebody on the shoulder and they're they're going down. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> or you breathe on them. They're yeah. coming within five feet. Look at them wrong. But you know what? That's happening in the NBA now too. Yeah. So, I mean, hold me back, type moment. I think but. we'll continue to see with uh, the expansion of media and being able to stream stuff on your phone and on your computer and not having to rely on channels like ESPN to provide these during prime time. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think you'll see more and more of it going forward. Another big thing that's going on is uh, PGA. They just had the British Open, the Open Championship this weekend, and it just finished, and Tiger ended up two strokes off the lead. Um, He was right in it at the end, and um, Molinari, the guy he was playing with, ended up winning, beating him by three strokes. But I think it's really cool. I just want to comment. It was really cool to see Tiger again and again this this year, not winning, but being right in the fight. Uh, he was respectable. I think it was the Masters. He was really respectable. And then there's been a lot of tournaments where he's gotten in second or gotten in fifth. and. I don't know if he'll ever be able to catch Jack. He needs four more majors, but I'd like to see him win another major. Just in itself, with all the surgeries he's yep. done, with all the rehab he had to go through and everything, I think it'd be uh, a yeah, major accomplishment. It'd be good
1: for the sport too to have him Oh, and everybody
0: yeah. wants to watch golf when he's yeah. playing, and when yeah. he's not, nobody it's cares huge, that much. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, uh, anything else you'd like to add?
1: Um. Uh, nope. Not really. Uh, yeah. We'd like
0: to. We'd like to update you on things that are upcoming or big events, but there's really nothing going yeah. on right now. If you ever have
1: any uh, topics that you want us to discuss, DM us at, at ATG Sports Guys. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. We've had questions in the previous podcasts from uh, followers. so
0: Yeah, we'll give you a shout-out, and we'll, we'll answer your questions. Um, other than that, we'll have more interviews coming from some pro athletes, and we're working on some big stuff in the future. So stay tuned. Give us a subscribe. It's free, and uh, we'll talk to you guys real soon. Thanks for Oh yeah.